What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. My name is Kyle. Tonight, it's uh, it's Wednesday evening here, October 19th. We're going to be going over, uh, essentially, this is just a live start-sit questionnaire for you guys. If you guys have questions, please fire them up in the chat room. And then, basically, we're just going to go over some of the player news and notes. I'm going to pull up the, uh, the, the injury reports and the practice reports. And we'll just go over this and basically just get a primer for the rest of the week. So, we got a few people in here already. Jerry Moo. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight. Uh, I did say Brandon Cooks over Alec Pierce. I think the reason being is it's a, it's a matter of just like Brandon Cooks being the number one target for the Texans. Alec Pierce is is kind of the clear number two, number three target. But to me, there's more mouths to feed in Indy. You have Michael Pittman. They throw to the running backs. They have like three tight ends. Uh, Paris Campbell to deal with so it's a little bit more of a risk I think to go with Alec Pierce whereas Brandon Cooks like he is the clear target I think he's the safer play so if if you want to play Alec Pierce I don't think he's a terrible play I just I think Brandon Cooks a little bit uh, more of a safer play in, in especially in a full PPR setting I, I think Brandon Cooks is the guy that's that's gonna get more receptions and targets if someone's gonna score a touchdown though I think it would be Alec Pierce but that's that's kind of my reasoning with that one um good evening to harris hope you're doing well my man brandon cooks or rondale moore half ppr so that one's an interesting one uh rondale moore has been heating up the last two games and then we see marquise brown uh basically go on ir so i'm just going to open this up and we'll, we'll take a peek here at uh at rondale moore's profile and see how he's been playing the last couple games now what's i mean if 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 Marquise Brown was healthy, we would not be really interested in Rondell Moore. But the last two games, I mean, the dude's the dude's gotten eight targets and ten targets. So the floor here looking really, really nice. Uh, no touchdowns yet, but I like the production here. Uh, and then with with again, so let's let's take a peek here at Brandon Cooks. And I believe he's kind of been boomer bust up and down each week. So a six, a 4.2, a 9.4. Uh, I do like the ability, though, for him to get 12, 10 targets. So uh, in terms of, of if you just so if you just want the safe points, I, I think it's Rondell Moore. I, I do think Brandon Cooks has the higher ceiling here. Um, so I'm going to say Brandon Cooks. I, I think he's probably the better play, higher ceiling. Uh, good evening to you, sir. Uh, DJ Moore or Renfro PPR flex. I'm I'm going with Hunter Renfro this week in a couple leagues. And uh, if you guys are new to the Fantasy Fellowship, uh, check out the website. I have this link or uh, under under content. If you just click on Week Seven spreads, uh, actually my bad. If you click on uh, Fantasy Points Allowed, that's the 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 page I'm on here. You can see where everything's kind of falling. And uh, Hunter Renfro. Going up against, uh, who is he going up against this week? Against the Houston Texans. The Texans are pretty steady against the outside wide receivers. They have two really good young cornerbacks. And with, with Darren Waller potentially missing this game, I, I think Renfro could be very busy. And Renfro, he did miss two games with a concussion. Uh, he gets the bye week last week. I think he's going to come in uh, kind of ready to pick up where he left off. And with DJ Moore, man, I just we, you know, it, it's it's hard to trust PJ Walker. I think there might be some some life, you know, with with Sam Darnold. That might be a nice little boost for DJ Moore. But until then, we haven't seen anything useful out of DJ Moore. I think I'm going Renfro here. D Hop or Cortland Sutton. Uh, with this one, I'm going DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, it, it's it's not the 
it's not a super juicy matchup for Hopkins, but just the fact that it's his first game back at home. Saints are missing a bunch of players on offense and Marshawn Lattimore's out. Uh, I, I do think it's a good matchup for Hopkins in this one. And then the, the reason for not going with Sutton is I don't, I mean, it's it's against the Jets. I don't know if Sauce Gardner is going to be on Cortland Sutton exclusively, but you got to think there's going to be times where he is. Uh, and then, and it's just, it's the Broncos offense. You know, how excited are we about starting a Bronco right now? So I'm going to say D hop. Good evening to Aiden here with his weekly running back question of we get Deandre Swift back. Uh, we got Walker, Jeff Wilson, Jr. Mostert and Dylan uh, in terms of ranking these gentlemen. Uh, I, I mean, I think if, as long as Deandre Swift is cleared, like you're going to go with Deandre Swift. I know it's a tougher matchup against the Cowboys, but uh, he, he is a very nice weapon in uh, in the in the passing game. So as long as Swift is cleared, you got to go with Swift. Uh, and then after that, I mean, I, I really like the opportunity this week for Kenneth Walker. You can see the Chargers here allowing a ton of points to the running back. They've allowed five touchdowns, almost 700 yards on the ground, uh, and they're also getting beat pretty badly in the receiving game here. So eight total touchdowns. I think Kenneth Walker was going to be my number two here. And then after that, if I had to start one of those guys, it's probably Raheem Mostert just on volume, but stick with Swift and uh, and Kenneth Walker there. Higgins, Pittman, Adam, Sutton, Dubes, pick three. I'm going to go with the first three gentlemen, Higgins, Pittman, and Devontae. Eno, Benjamin, or J.D. McKissick, rest of season PPR. So um, essentially with Eno, Benjamin, the question is, how many more games is James Conner going to play? Any game that James Conner is out, we're going to like Eno, Benjamin as a low-end RB2. Uh, but as long as Conner's healthy, that really takes the ceiling off of Eno. Um, so in a PPR format, I know, I know JD McKissick did not have a good game, but I mean, if we're being real, none of the commanders had a very good game. So I think in a PPR setting, let's actually look at this. Uh, where is JD? I mean, McKissick is right next to Eno right now. He's about RB 38 averaging about eight points per game. I, I think you probably want to hold on to Eno because we just know that. James Conner, when he misses a game, you're going to want to play, you know, Benjamin. As long as you're not relying on J.D. McKissick to be, you know, a starter in your lineup, I think you have the patience uh, with, you know, and, and you hold on to, you know, Benjamin. Uh, Pitts or Njoku? That one's tough. I, I mean, I think if we look at the tight ends here, let's take a peek at that. Um, if, if you don't have Kelsey or Mark Andrews, you pretty much – you're pretty much screwed at tight end. I know Zach Ertz, Goddard, Hawkinson had the one big game, but we don't really trust it. I, I actually, if in terms of tight end rankings, I would put Njoku number five for the rest of the season over Kyle Pitts. So I think the way things are going, uh, I, I saw a stat where when Njoku the last three weeks, he leads all tight ends in yards. Um, so his, his floor lately, ever since week three, it's been really nice. Uh, you see 89, 73, 88, 58. I, I think you ride the hot hand here uh, with Njoku. He's got a nice eight to nine point floor over the last month of football. So Njoku is where I would go. Pick three, Juju, Kirk, Lazard, Bateman, Reynolds. I don't think Rashad Bateman's going to play this week. Let me actually pull up. I'm going to see. I just want to see if uh, Bateman... I'm assuming he didn't practice today. He's got a mid-foot injury, which it's it's kind of what Marquise Brown's going through right now. So I, I would doubt 
Alec Gallo limited in today, so he's open to playing. But I, even if he plays, I, I kind of want to see him get through a full game before I trust him. So uh, I'm looking for sure at Alan Lazard. I think he's one of your top plays. I think Kirk would be my number two play. And then we're looking at Juju versus Reynolds. Um, now, with the the interesting thing with Josh Reynolds is no DJ Chark. Coming off of a bye, no DJ Chark. Which, that's very surprising to me. So uh, if you tell me Chark's not going to play, I'm open to Reynolds. Uh, but I think you got to roll with, with Juju. He finally had a good game. He's been double digits, I think, three out of four or three out of six games. And there was like a nine-point game in there. So I'm going to rank them as Lazard, Kirk, Juju, Reynolds. And then I'm, I'm just I'm comfortable with letting Bateman sit on my bench this week. Brian Robinson or David Montgomery, full PPR. Um, Montgomery is interesting. He's going up against the Patriots. Uh, and the Patriots right now, where are they ranking? Why can't I read this chart? Where is my New England Patriots team? Why can't I read this? Where are the Patriots? Patriots are one of the best teams against the running back. So it is a tough matchup for David Montgomery. And I did see a quote saying, uh, that they want to ride the hot hand between him and Khalil Herbert. So I'm a little bit nervous about Montgomery. Uh, I will say, though, I prefer Montgomery over Brian Robinson. The Packers defense, I know it gets a lot of crap, uh, but Packers going to, to Washington, I, I don't expect that to be a, a good game for Brian Robinson. So I'm going to lean Montgomery, uh, roll with the punches there. Uh, let's see, pick one PPR, JD, Latavius, or Hunter Renfro rest of season. Uh, I'm going Hunter Renfro rest of season. Melvin or David Montgomery PPR. We're going with David Montgomery. I know Melvin Gordon got, you know, he they said he was going to be the starter this week, whatever that means. I just it's it's hard to trust. They like Latavius, they like Boone, and they, and I guess now they like Melvin Gordon again. So hard to trust. I think I'd rather side with David Montgomery. And yeah, Dustin agrees. Uh, would you trade Swift for Hall? If I had to choose one of these running backs to own for the rest of the season, I want Brees Hall, man. He looks electric. Uh, I like the I like the momentum that the Jets have built up. I, I don't expect them to be like a, a you know a playoff threat team, but they they could make the playoffs for one. And just the way they're playing the way they're playing on defense and just keeping Zach Wilson as kind of like a game manager. He's not turning the ball over, or having to do too much which allows them to get Brees Hall involved. I, and, and Swift always kind of seems to get dinged up. So I think I think Brees Hall is the guy. If you, if you can acquire him, that, that's probably where I'd like to be. Pick two, Drake Lockett, Lazard, Sutton. Um, interesting. I mean, I, I think Lazard's kind of locked in here. Uh, he's, he's been – I know he's been getting a lot of touchdowns, but I, I, it's hard for me to bench him right now. Uh, with the Seahawks going up against the Chargers, that makes me interested in Lockett a little bit. I don't love Drake London. It, it's, it's not a big volume play. And then with Cortland Sutton, uh, again, we mentioned the matchup against the Jets. The Jets right now, pretty stingy against opponent wide receivers here, so I don't love it. If I'm going to rank these guys, I'm going to go Lazard, Lockett, Sutton, and Drake. Uh, Daniel, thanks for hanging out. Uh, Garoppolo, Carr, or Ryan to replace Hurts this week. I think you got to go with Derek Carr. Um, don't overthink that one. I know Garoppolo's got a juicy matchup here. The Chiefs allowing the second most points to the quarterback position. Uh, but I, I do like Derek Carr coming off of a bye. Uh, I suppose I could be talking to Jimmy Garoppolo. It feels kind of hard to trust. Uh, but if I'm going to rank these guys, I'm going to go Carr, Garoppolo, Matt Ryan. Um. Let's see. What do you think of this trade? PPR. Hopkins and Miles Sanders for Elliott and Waddle. 
I mean, I think the the clear receiver I want is Jalen Waddle, especially now that Tua is back. And I think with the running back, I'd rather have Miles Sanders. So this trade kind of evens out for me. I think uh, Ezekiel Elliott doesn't excite me. So, I, I mean, I think I prefer the Hopkins-Miles Sanders side here. Um, if, if you needed if you needed a stud wide receiver, I'm, Waddle again is the clear guy here. But I think I think I get more value with Hopkins and Sanders here. Um, and I believe you, you, you got the it, it's so equal, Harris. It's uh, it's it's super like both Sanders and Ezekiel Elliott. We're going to rank these guys as, as RB2. So uh, if you're just comfortable collecting an RB2, you're, you're, you're getting the best receiver in the deal with Waddle. Um, Harrison Waddle win or Elliott and Waddle wins. Sutton, Brian Robinson, Jeff Wilson Jr. I'm going with 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 Sutton in a in a, in a PPR league. We got to be honest. Brian Robinson's not the best option. Uh, I don't expect him to catch many passes at all this year. I mean, they like Antonio Gibson and J.D. McKissick for those purposes. So Robinson, to me, if you can, if you could, I, I think Robinson's kind of one of those uh, trade, you know, kind of sell high guys. He, he's coming off a really nice game. It was against the Bears. He gets a touchdown in 60 yards against the Bears. I don't know if we're ever going to trust him in our lineups. I think if you could sell Brian Robinson uh, for anything right now, I think I would go ahead and do so. Um, I have I have no idea, Aiden. I'm not I'm not tuned into the fantasy basketball right now. But uh, I'm going to take uh, some time here to cover some some injury reports here. Keenan Allen limited today. I I don't think he's going to play mostly because the Chargers have a bye next week, so it it makes sense for Allen to sit one more week and get him back for week nine. So I would expect doubtful for Keenan Allen this week. Uh, but this one was interesting. Josh Palmer popped up on the report today. He got concussion, apparently. Um, he slammed his head on the turf, but he somehow uh, played well. He caught 10 passes against the Broncos. He played a lot last uh, on Monday night. So he did have a concussion in preseason. I'm not sure what to look at this. So if Keenan Allen and Palmer are out, we might be talking about DeAndre Carter. Uh, hold on. He says, I'm leaning into the because I have Debo. My phone is Ayuk. What do you think about those combos? Uh, I think if you have Debo, that makes me a little bit more excited to have Garoppolo. And if, if he does have Ayuk, say Ayuk catches a touchdown, you can at least negate some of that with Garoppolo. So I think uh, that that's a good piece of information there, Daniel. I, I would go with Garoppolo in your case. Uh, Matt Bame, what's going on, my man? Uh, Darnell Mooney or George Pickens? Um, let's see here. So, um, with George, it's it's tough because if you tell me Trubisky's the quarterback, I don't want a piece of it. Now, Kenny Pickett was able to practice in full today coming off that concussion. So I do think Pickett's probably going to be the guy. Um, so that does lift things up for him a little bit. Now, with the, the Mooney, uh, let's look at the Patriots here. The Patriots, pretty stingy against opponent wide receivers. I know Mooney has been playing better of late. Let's actually look at some of those numbers here. I mean, I think the thing is, like, he's kind of the only game in town. You see 12, 5, 5, and 6 targets, but the, the fantasy points just aren't quite there yet. So uh, I think I think I'm willing to take the big play upside with George Pickens. And uh, I know I know it was Claypool that, that kind of went off last week, but uh, George Pickens, 16 points and 14 points in the two games with Pickett. Not so great the other day, but, uh, again, 6 targets, 8 targets, 8 targets. I'm going to go with uh, with George Pickens here. Uh, Kenneth Walker, St. Brown, or Joe Mixon pick two non-PPR. If it's non-PPR, you want to go with the running backs, Walker and Mixon. Um, with Burrow and Allen's performance, fellow. Oh, yes. 
Yeah, I, uh, I I I bombed that one. I was gonna beat the uh, I was gonna beat the lone five and O team in that week. So yeah, not not happy about it. Marcus Mariota or Jimmy G? Um, this is a very good question. I I have a couple leagues where I have Josh Allen as my QB one. I picked up Mariota just because he's got the rushing upside. And what I like about Mariota is he's actually put up. Good numbers, five out of six weeks. He's had the one dud here clearly against the Browns week four. But other than that, I, I mean, I have a, what, a five out of six chance of getting a decent game here. So I went with Mariota, uh, but I get it. And especially the way Daniel uh, put his question in there, like if you have a Debo or an Ayuk or a Kittle, it, it makes more sense to, to pair those guys with it. Uh, but me, I, I like the the rushing upside of Mariota. I'm not sure. I, I don't I don't think Jackson's going to be a guy that we trust for fantasy. If you want to get any piece of Deshaun Jackson, I think he's more of like a DraftKings DFS kind of guy here. So I, it's interesting. I'm, I'm expecting Rashad Bateman to be back in a week or two, though. Um, so you have to, you know, you have to imagine the pecking order for the Ravens and their targets. It's going to be Mark Andrews, Bateman, DuVernay and, and then Deshaun Jackson. So I don't I don't think it's going to be anything useful for us. Is Ayuk going to likely see the same volume? Um, well, there's a couple things uh, against the Falcons. Like we saw Jimmy Garoppolo throw the ball a ton. Like that's not what they want to happen. So this volume is not sustainable for Ayuk. You're probably looking at more of the four to eight targets per game. So I mean, this is clearly to me this is going to be an outlier on his season. He, I mean, eleven targets. That that's that's a lot of targets. If I show you the Jimmy Garoppolo numbers here, um. I mean, he threw the ball 41 times. They, they kind of want to keep him in between 27 and 30. So you're probably looking at more of this range of outcomes where his low end's eight points and his high end's 18. And he didn't really play well in this one here. So I think Ayuk probably going to be down into six to eight target uh, per game in a, in a normal game. Uh, but I will say against the Chiefs, we expect the Chiefs to do well. So it, it could be another nice game for Ayuk this week at least. Um but Matt Bame thinking the same only if Kenny Pickett starts. Uh, hopefully he's able to practice in full the rest of the week. Start two PPR Rondale Dobbs, Wandale, Rondale, Wandale, Dobbs, Olave, Ayuk. Uh, that's an interesting group, man. That's, that's all really tough. I think in a full PPR setting, uh, I, I want to get Rondale in there. I, I do like Olave, but there's, you know, there's a couple questions. Is it going to be Winston or Andy Dalton? I'm more excited about Olave if it's going to be Jameis Winston, which as of today, the reports that I've seen, it sounds like it's going to be Andy Dalton. So uh, to me, I think you got to get Rondale in there. And then I'm, I'm probably going to ride with Ayuk. I think those are your best two. Uh, this one's easy. I'm going with Tua. Uh, the Steelers, man, Steelers cannot defend uh, anybody at the moment. If you look at fantasy points allowed, the Steelers ranking 26th on defense, and they're very generous to QBs, running backs, and wide receivers. So to me, it's Tua. Uh, would you go for Olave and Ayuk? Um, would you go for in a trade? Yes. Like if that's if that's uh, trade candidates, I would I would definitely go for it. I was proposed this trade earlier today and declined. PPR, Aaron Jones for Curtis Samuel, Russell Gage, and D. Johnson. I also have Mike Evans. So you would be getting Aaron Jones. Um, if Oh, so I, I'm not sure, Harris. Would Yeah. Would, would you be getting Aaron Jones or would you be getting the other guys? Um, for Pierce, I 
I want Damian Pierce over Aaron Jones. I think the rest of the season, like Damian Pierce is set up to, to absolutely smash. There was a quote today by Lovey Smith that he wants Damian Pierce getting 20 touches a game. And keep in mind, Damian Pierce on his bye week, uh, he's still three points behind Aaron Jones. So he's the guy here. Uh, I, I want I want Damian Pierce. <clears throat> I, I like Wandale Robinson. Um, I just it, it's hard to trust. I, I think in terms of volume, it, it's hard to say what he's going to be what he's going to be doing. Uh, he does have a safe high PPR floor, but I, I think for me, I'm going to go with with Rondale and Ayuk. You'd be giving Aaron Jones away. Um, so I guess if you need the depth, go for it. If that's D Johnson, if that's Deontay Johnson, that's pretty slick. Uh, you're getting a ton of receivers. So if you need help at the wide receiver position and you have strong running backs, I think that's just fine. Is Swift trustful this week or should we wait? Would you sit him or McLaurin? Um, if Swift is cleared to go, I want Swift in my lineup this week. Uh, McLaurin, McLaurin has a tough matchup against Green Bay. He might be lined up against, you know, Jair Alexander or, or even Eric Stokes or something like that. And technically, I know, I know the Packers has not – they haven't been playing well as a team, but look at their ranking against opponent-wide receivers. They rank sixth best. So it is a tough matchup. It's also Taylor Heineke coming in. I think I'm going to prefer uh, DeAndre Swift there. In a game where we expect the Cowboys – to kind of do as they want against the Lions defense. So that, that could mean a lot of passing opportunities for DeAndre Swift. So that that's probably where I'll stay. Uh, but I'm going to kind of keep looking for some info here. Uh, I, I know Darren Waller didn't practice today. Foster Moreau did. So if you're waiting for Darren Waller and he's not playing, Moreau might be the starter there. Uh, Dalton Schultz is on track to play. It looks like he is full, uh, you know, end up playing against the Lions. So big opportunity for, uh, for Dallas getting Dak and Schultz back today. No Mark Anders today, but we're not worried. That's just the rest day. Um, so nothing to see there. Uh, I don't really need the wide receivers. I have one of the best wide receiver core in the league and one of the worst running back core, and yet I'm first in the league. In that case, then, if you have one of the worst running back cores, I would not be selling Aaron Jones. I think you got to hold on to it. If you could flip Aaron Jones, you know, if you could go get an, a Damian Pierce or, or something like that, I mean, if you're trying to trade away Aaron Jones, uh, look at – the, the areas around him. I mean, I, you got Damian Pierce. You also have uh, like a Joe Mixon or Dalvin. If you can get a Dalvin Cook, if you Miles Sanders, Ramondre Stevenson, I would try, if, if you want, I would try flipping Aaron Jones if you could. Um, so Melvin Gordon listed as full today. Lamar Jackson limited. Uh, so Andy Dalton was removed from the week seven injury report. I, I'm thinking he's the starter tomorrow night. Uh, no Jamal Agnew, uh, but Marvin Jones is back, which is good news for the Jags. No Baker Mayfield today. Aaron Rodgers didn't practice. Probably just a rest day for him. Uh, again, Dak officially medically cleared. No Christian Watson yet. Um, I did see a couple Dobbs questions in the chat tonight. I, I do think Romeo is probably in a good spot this weekend against the Washington Commanders. So if, you, if you're feeling it, uh, I don't mind him as a flex play uh, at all. Uh, there's the good news on Amon Ra. It looks like the ankle is fine and he's back in full. Uh, Pat Frymuth also practicing in full. I mentioned um, DJ Chark not practicing, but Josh Reynolds not practicing either. Interesting. Kenny P, full practice today. Uh, here we go. T. Higgins and Hayden Hurst, both limited practices. Uh, very, very nice to see T. Higgins get through this game unscathed. Uh, he did lead the team in targets uh, last week here, so I, th I think Higgins is back into our good graces. 
Jahan Dotson's been my low man on the totem pole. Is he droppable in your opinion? Um, that depends, Bill, uh, Mr. Romanowski. Um, if you're, if you're, if you need to make a pickup for someone that you can use this week, I'm cool with it. I do think the Washington Commanders offense going forward, it's it's hard to trust, man. I mean, you you have Terry McLaurin, you have Curtis Samuel, you have a bunch of running backs, you have maybe Logan Thomas. There's a lot there. I just are we are you ever going to feel comfortable starting Jahan Dotson? Probably not. Um, so I I think I think you would have to wait. It, I don't know if the patience is necessary. If you can find someone that you can add, uh, I think I'm think I'm cool with 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 jumping from Jahan Dotson. Do you think McLaurin could have more chemistry with Heineke than Wentz? Um, there there is something to that. I think last year Heineke played pretty well with with McLaurin, so I'm, I'm open to this for sure. I just I don't know if you're going to see that much of an upgrade. The one thing that I will say, the biggest difference going from Heineke to Carson Wentz, at least to me is Wentz is not very mobile. Uh, Heineke is mobile. He had, a, he had a lot of rushing yards last year, and he could keep more plays alive. He could give Terry McLaurin more chances to make, you know, second plays or at least come back to the ball. Uh, so I do think Heineke is better for this offense than Carson Wentz right now because of the mobility, ability to get more first downs, run more plays. So through that, I, I think McLaurin could could be in a better situation. Um. No, we're not off the Packers train yet, man. This is just, that's like selling a stock at its low. Uh, I'm, I'm not interested in doing that. Would you drop JK? Um, in short bench leagues, maybe. Uh, Gus Edwards is coming back soon. Uh, Kenyon Drake has looked good. Justice Hill they like a lot. I just, I don't know if we're ever going to see an opportunity for Dobbins. And now that his knee all of a sudden tightened up, that does make me nervous. Uh, I will say, though, if you can have some patience on JK, whether it's Thursday or Friday, if he continues to – did he miss practice today? Let's look at that. If he misses practice and he's labeled as out, then you can just slide him into the IR if you have that ability. So I I would lean towards keeping him, but I, I think the possibility that he's not very useful for us the rest of the year is is getting larger. Trade James Robinson for either ETN or Higgins, non-PPR. Uh, you want Higgins. If you can jump J-Rob for Higgins, you want Higgins uh, for Curtis Samuel PPR. So, uh, and Bill likes the analysis on the, on, on the commander. So, let's let's talk about the commanders in a little bit. I, I mean, you have the rookie receiver Dotson not playing yet with the hamstring. Let's see if he got – I doubt he practiced today. Let's look at this. Dotson he got a limited practice in today so he's he's on track to play uh they do like him in their three wide receiver sets um so with with Taylor Heineke last year they didn't have another receiver for him they had Terry McLaurin and then it was what Cam Sims so they we don't really have an idea of what it's going to look like but I would expect Heineke to look better than he did last year he had a whole year of of getting reps and starts and now the offensive skill positions are better around him you know, you, you go and get Jahan Dotson, you get Curtis Samuel back, you have a, a better running back field. Um, so I do think we're, we're probably not going to see Curtis Samuel go out and, and ball out like we did the first two weeks. I think you're probably going to end up seeing him kind of ping pong in between the weeks four and five, where he got seven to eight targets per game and, and then four to six 
catches. So I, I think that's probably for PPR. You're looking at a, a low end wide receiver three flex. I still like Curtis. He was definitely boosted by these touchdowns earlier in the season, but you look at, you know, weeks three, four, and five, I think that's probably his outlook the rest of the way. Um, I'm, I am on to Michael Gallup. Yes. Uh, especially this weekend against Detroit, you're not going to find a better matchup. And then you just, you have the energy of Dak Prescott returning. You can see the lions here. One of the worst teams allowing fantasy points here. Gallup is a nice wide receiver three play this week. And yes, let's talk about Kyron Williams for a little bit, guys. Um, I mean, essentially Cam Akers has played his last down in LA at least for the Rams, he could play for the Chargers or whatever. But uh, Kyron Williams is a guy that they they had a plan for him to be involved week one. He wasn't able to go, and that's been kind of what I've been seeing. Some of the reports are like, yes, Kyron Williams is a guy that they want to have as a part of their offense. And as Daryl Henderson's season has gone so far, <clears throat> he's done fine, but he, he's not really like playing out of his mind or anything. So I think there's going to be incentive for them um, to, to, to see what the rookies got. So if you can hold on to, if you can add Kyron Williams this week, he's listed as IR. So if you have an IR spot, go ahead and pick him up, slide him into your IR and they're, they're on by this week. So no one's going to be looking at him. Uh, and, and who knows when he comes, when he comes in, he, he could be a guy that looks really good. I think hoarding rookie running backs is a good, uh, good idea. Is it bad? Dobbs, my worst too. Hollywood is out. Did you more never worked out? Um, I will say it's not great. I mean, I think Dobbs is more of a wide receiver three flex for you. So I, I mean, we, we probably got to look at some of the waiver wire wide receivers. If you can go out here, let's actually look at this. I want to hit by, I want to hit by projections and then let's kind of go down the list here. Uh, if you can find someone that's projected to score, like, like Rondell Moore is out there. If, if he's available and I don't know if this is a 10 or 12, 12-man league, uh, but Rondell Moore, only 52% rostered. He's definitely worth a look in PPR. Michael Gallup is out there. Romeo Dobbs, George Pickens, even Zay Jones, um, Alec Pierce. Uh, let's see, Hunter Renfro is kind of high-owned. Uh, I do think Donovan Peoples-Jones intrigues me uh, quite a bit. And then there was one guy that I was looking for, but I didn't see his name. Uh, I, I, I like Wandell Robinson. I don't know if we've talked about Wandell, but he definitely intrigues me. Uh, but I, I think you probably need to to look at adding some some wide receivers. There's Wandale Robinson. Uh, he might be available, but definitely gotta we gotta we gotta retool this wide receiver room. If you can get anything for Allen Robinson, I'm open to it. It's just difficult because they're on a buy this week. Uh, but if you can find a buyer, uh, let it fly. If Bateman is healthy, where are you starting for the rest of the season? Flex, wide receiver three, wide receiver two, wide receiver one. Uh, he's going to be a, like a boom bust wide receiver three flex. If we look at Bateman's numbers, he's, he's, I mean, he's kind of like a Gabe Davis type where he's going to get you that 80 yards and a touchdown, or he's going to get you the two for 20, which is kind of useless. So you see the range of outcomes here. He scored two touchdowns in the first two games, but then his floor here is four to six points. So this is going to be a guy where it's like every week, you, if you can stomach the highs and the lows, like you might get a six point game, but the following week you might get one of those big Lamar Jackson plays and the way Lamar's playing, I think I'm willing to take my lumps with that. So to me, he's a wide receiver three. Uh, and, and I think if, if you have someone more consistent, use that player, but Bateman uh, coming back, I think is exciting. Uh, Andrew, I, I, 
I don't think Keenan Allen's going to play this week. I, I read some quotes from him where it's like, yeah, we got to make the smart decision. We know that the they have a bye week eight. It's very likely that he sits one more week, uh, and then they have the bye week eight, and then he's hundred percent like you, you. If you if you own Keenan Allen, I think you should you should want him to sit one more week. And I know it's tough, you know, one more week, week eight, and then back week nine. But I think you want that hamstring healed up as much as possible before he gets back into our lineups. And then we're also watching James Palmer, so uh, Josh Palmer. So if, if Palmer can't go, uh, we're looking squarely at DeAndre Carter, who has had some nice moments this year. Uh, not really anything crazy for fantasy. He did have a big game week one. Uh, but other than that, just hasn't been consistent. But if you're telling me Palmer and Keenan Allen are out, we'll be looking at DeAndre Carter. Uh, I started Dak for Hertz and started J-Rob for Sanders. That sounds good. Um, uh, he's going to be the wide receiver three for them. So he's about as, as exciting as we have been about like AJ green. Like that's, that's who he's going to be replacing. So if you think about the, the way that they, they use their wide receivers, they, they usually run a three wide receiver set. So they have, they've always had Marquise Brown on the outside and AJ green on the outside. And then they were using Rondale Moore and uh, what's his name? Uh, Greg Dorch in the slot for most of the season. Uh, but Robbie Anderson doesn't play the slot. He plays outside. So you're you're looking at him kind of being like an A.J. Green value. So he's, he's going to be hit or miss. Not really something I'm excited about. Uh, but it could it could look nice sometimes. Drake over Montgomery PPR. If, if J.K. doesn't play, I'm, I'm open to the Kenyon Drake or if if. If J.K. doesn't play, I'm open to Kenyon Drake. Let me look and see here. Um, the Browns allowing the third most points to running back, so I'm I'm okay with with Kenyon Drake there. And Jacoby Myers to start at flex this week. So Jacoby Myers going up against who's he going up against? The Chicago Bears. Um, Bears are pretty solid against the wide receiver here. You see, they're they're only allowing the second most points, uh, and you also have Bateman. Um, I, I technically, I, I think I would be surprised if Bateman plays. And even if he plays, it's his first game back. I don't know how excited I'm about doing that. Um, so if this is full PPR there, Nick, I think, I think I'm going to go with Jacoby Myers. Um, and it, it almost doesn't even matter if it's Zappy or if it's, uh, if it's Zappy or, uh, Mac Jones, because I, I think both guys have proven that, Hey, I like throwing at Jacoby Myers. Let's look at Myers' numbers here. So I mean, he's been double digits every game he's played. I, I, I know he he only had four targets last week, but they were just leading the whole game. I, Jacoby's a nice player, guys. I, I think if you can acquire him, I I totally would go after it. So I'm I'm going Jacoby Myers here. But uh, we're over a half an hour. I'm gonna get out of here, guys, in a minute or so. If you guys have any final questions, fire them up. Uh, and then I will say uh, tomorrow night I go live. So I go live every Wednesday. Uh, we go live Wednesday night, seven o'clock, the same time as tonight's show. Uh, and then on Thursdays, I go live at 6.30 p.m. Central Time, so roughly 45 minutes before kickoff. Uh, come hang out with us on Thursday nights, and then, yeah, every every Wednesday night as well. Fire it up, Nick. Uh, would you treat Dalvin Cook the same way as Aaron Jones for trading? Um, I prefer Dalvin Cook. They're probably not in the same tier. Uh, Dalvin Cook would be probably like, like a – Dalvin Cook's probably – 
just outside the top five running backs, I think right now in value. So I'm going to, I'm going to say Dalvin cook probably has more, there's more value to his side, but if you can flip Jones for Dalvin cook, I think I'm doing so. Uh, but I will say this, sometimes the squeaky will gets the grease Packers know they need to feed Aaron Jones. So I had a trade Michael Carter and Tyler Lockett for Cordero and DJ Moore. Okay. So you're downgrading at from, so Lockett versus DJ Moore. I would rather have Lockett. Carter or Patterson, I would rather have Patterson. <clears throat> My bad. Patterson. He's coming back in a week or two, and he could be a nice running back too. So this question, Nick, uh, purely um, – it's purely about what do you need more? Do you need a running back or do you need a wide receiver? If you need the wide receiver, you you, you, you take the Lockett deal. If you need the running back in a week or two, you, you go with the Cordero-Patterson deal because uh, Carter – Carter's not going to do anything unless Brees Hall's hurt, and you're, we're never going to trust Michael Carter in our lineups when Brees Hall's healthy. So uh, with that being said, you have Diggs and Pittman at receiver and Brees Hall. Um, and Connor at RB2. I think, I, I think I'm cool with – let's see here. I think I prefer the Cordell-DJ Moore side. I, so I picked up Rondo Moore. Should I start instead of Dobbs or Renfro, or should I just keep those two at PPR? Uh, if I'm going to rank these guys, I'm going to say Rondell Moore is the best receiver, and then I would go uh, Renfro Dobbs. Um, so I like your receiver depth here. So I, I don't mind going down to DJ Moore. Um, yeah. So I, I think I think you did you did uh, oh, this is uh, the same same guy. Okay. Cool. Um. I, T Higgins is one of my favorite players, so I'm, I might be biased. I love, I love, love, love T Higgins. Is it worth getting T in the Najee for Debo? Um, so I missed uh, Daniel's question. Is Debo disappointing this season? I think he was destined to disappoint this season because you look at what he did last year. There was no way he was going to repeat that rushing uh, upside that he had last year. If you look at his numbers here, I mean, his, he's only gotten two carries a game for three straight games. So like his, his rushing upside anymore, it's, it's gone. Uh, he's technically disappointing, but the fact that he's hit double digit points every single game, he's nice. He's just, he's not the wide receiver one that I think we all uh, paid for in the second round. He's a really nice wide receiver too. Uh, and technically the, the boost with Jimmy Garoppolo was, was needed. He needed a, a more stable passing uh, quarterback for his value. So uh, for me, if I'm if I'm choosing in, in Christian's trade, if I have to own a wide receiver, T or Debo, I want T Higgins. I, that that's my preference. I I much prefer T Higgins. And if uh, if you're getting Najee for free, that you might as well you might as well take that deal. Uh, I mean, I'd, I'd rather attach myself to Joe Burrow than uh, Jimmy Garoppolo right now. And I, I know Najee Najee's just. Uh, Najee's been disappearing, uh, but the floor is okay. The floor is okay. I would say he's probably like 90, 95%. I mean, we're entering that time of year where no one's going to be 100% healthy. Uh, but the fact that he played through an ankle injury, was able to practice limited today, he is technically his his injury reports are progressing. So I like that there was no setbacks. He played through it. He led the team in targets on Sunday. So I, I think it's all pointing up for T Higgins. So I'm, I'm very hopeful uh, for him the rest of the season. 
Uh, but anyways, guys, we're going on about 40 minutes here. I'm going to get out of here. Uh, subscribe if you are new. Like the video. That helps people know that this is a good video for them to watch. And uh, we're going to see you guys tomorrow night. So come hang out with us before the Thursday night football game. And uh, enjoy the rest of your evening. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Peace. Thank you.